Hey everyone, welcome back to another podcast episode. This is Israelitis. So, funny thing, I just um, got done reading Genesis 25 to 27, but I was trying to do my reading in quiet time with the Father, um, and I was reading Matthew. I'm reading in the book of Matthew. I'm almost done with it, but I was reading Matthew 26, verse 6 through 13 and there was a word there and i was like oh oh gosh but i thought like oh maybe i'll share it another time but the father was like no i want you to share it now because somebody needs to hear this so i'm going to give you guys a word that he wanted me to share with you and so before we get started i'm going to pray and and also i would like to say my name is omega and if you guys don't know me hi um i know that we don't see each other face to face but just know that i'm here for you if you need and um yeah and you can email me at israelitispodcast at gmail.com um but yeah anyway so let's pray um heavenly father i thank you so much for your kindness and your mercy for this opportunity to share this word I'm very excited to share this word because I understand, you know, what it's like to feel so crushed and so disappointed in our lives. But, Father, I thank you so much that you are so faithful, just, and so good. And I thank you so much that your spirit will move upon those hearts that just feel so disappointed that you may bring joy to them in this word and that they may feel comforted. Father, I thank you so much that you're a God of correction, but you're also a God of of comfort. You're a God that gives encouragement, even through the correction. You always encourage us in knowing that we're doing our best. And I thank you, Father, and love you. In the name of Yahweh Shai, Jesus, I pray. Khan. Hallelujah. Alright, so, I'm going to start off by reading um, Matthew 26, verses 6 through 13. And I'm just going to read it. And also, I'm reading in the NLT, so if you guys are like, what is this? It's in the New Living Translation. Um, It's just, right now, I'm comparing, like, the New King James versus the NLT and, like, doing all that deep stuff. But I I like this um, translation as well. But anyway, it's a controversial topic, but I would love to do a comparison and contrast one day. But that is another topic. So right now I'm reading in the New Living Translation. And so I hope you guys um, like that. So um, here we go. Matthew 26 verse 6 says, Meanwhile, Jesus was, Jesus was in Bethany at the home of Simon, a man who had previously had leprosy. While he was eating, a woman came in with a beautiful alabaster jar of expensive perfume and poured it over his head. The disciples were indignant when they saw this. What a waste, they said. It could have been sold for a high price and the money given to the poor. But Jesus, aware of this, replied, Why criticize this woman for doing such a good thing to me? You will always have the poor among you, but you will not always have me. She has poured this perfume on me to prepare my body for burial. I tell you the truth, wherever the good news is preached throughout the world, this woman's deed will be remembered and discussed. So, then he had me write down, um, okay, I'm going to read exactly what I wrote. So, the woman with the alabaster flask, flask anointed Yahawashai. The disciples were upset because the, I don't know if you guys can hear the background noise, but I hope you guys can still hear me. Alright, so... Okay, so anyway, um, it says the disciples were upset because the costly oil or perfume could have been for the poor. It isn't bad to consider the poor. 
but there are moments in our life when we notice what others need and forget our needs too. The woman desired Jesus so much that she was thinking she wants um, and believes in Yeshua no matter what anyone says. Um, excuse me, I had to burp. We do the same thing as believers today. We all or most understand that we shouldn't forget about the poor, but there are moments in our lives that we have to take initiative for our desire to know God as much as the poor, physically and spiritually. There are many who are spiritually poor but focus on what others are doing and their needs forgetting that they need to be spiritually rich too. It says in Matthew 5 verses 1 through 12 which I'm going to read um which I'm going to read right now. Ooh. Sorry. I just realized my phone is not in my sight. <laughs> All right, so <clears throat> Matthew 5 uh verses um 3 through 10 or I would say through 12, which, which are known as the Beatitudes. And so, we're going to start at verse 1. And it says, And seeing the multitudes, he went up on a mountain. And when he was seated, his disciples came to him. Then he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you, and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding, exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. And also in verse 9 when it says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. This is also uh, referring to men and women, not just men, by the way. Um, that's a whole nother study I must keep doing, but it's relating to both. Um, just, just in case y'all are like, but I'm not a son, I'm a daughter. <laughs> but yeah, it's just both men and women. Um, but anyway... Um, <laughs> anyway, so, um, and sorry if I sound really rough, I probably need to take a drink of water, and I'm just gonna leave it recording. Mm -mm. Water is so good, y'all. I know I'm interrupting the word, but if y'all don't love water or something, like, please love it. It is so juicy. It just nourishes your body. Ugh, water is so good. But anyway, when you're thirsty and you start gulping, you're like, oh my goodness, this is juicy. <laughs> Sorry, y'all had a moment. But anyway, so. Um, so with that, it shows the different blessings of others' needs. Specifically in verse 3, it says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Many need God, but can't inherit it or receive the kingdom of God because all they see because because all they see only providing for the needs of others, forgetting we need to take care of our needs too. It also relates to Psalm 34, 18. So let's go there together. Psalm 34, 18. It says, The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart, and save such as have a contrite spirit. And then in the New Living Translation, it says, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. So, that is juicy. So juicy. And then, I'm going to read the definition of poor. 
so give me one moment okay so I am in the biblehub.com and I clicked on the word poor in the Strong's KJV and I clicked on yeah I clicked on the word poor and it's G4434 which is Greek 4434 and it means of one who crouches and cowers hence beggarly poor um, poor destitute spiritually poor either in a good sense humble devout persons or bad and then it also says in helps word studies below that it says um, to crouch or cower like a beggar properly bent over figuratively deeply destitute completely lacking resources earthly wealth and it says helpless as a beggar relates to the pauper rather than the mere peasant the extreme opposite of the rich and so then it just continues to say there's a, a, a literal sense of like no food and then there's a figurative sense of you know you're feeling distressed so so figuratively many are distressed many are feeling so discouraged and so when um, we are so focused on other people's needs and desires. We forget our own and that realizing we're poor in spirit. We need God. We need to, you know, get to know him so that we may inherit his goodness, inherit his uh, commandments, inherit his um, his love in general and just who he is, his gentleness, his patience, his everything that he is and his commandments and everything in between. Um, because sometimes we can be so hard on ourselves. Like I used to be very hard on myself and I used to be like, oh, you know, like I didn't do this right. Even now I'm still pretty hard. Like I, I try like, oh, am I doing all right, father? Like, you know, like that's good to check in. Like it's good. But sometimes I can be a bit harsh thinking that I have to be like slim, like no inch of nothing wrong. Like, you know, and that's just we're human, you know, we're going to mess up. And so those of you who are serving others and doing your best to serve them you know don't forget about yourself don't forget to you know get close to the father and get to know him and open up the word for yourself and you know feed your spirit well and get fed up and be spiritually rich for yourself and so um the father really wants that to be known because he understands that yeah we need to not forget about the poor whether physical physically poor or spiritually poor we gotta feed them too like how i you know have this platform like yeah i, I get to share this with you all that's great but i must be on my own time too just like christ i remember throughout scripture many times he'll you know you know uh be healing people and feeding them and all this stuff but then he goes in his secret place and goes away which i'll give you an example really fast when i say really fast i mean like it's gonna take a second you know how it is like oh father i'll do this real real quick and then it'd be like 20 hours later but anyway um let's see by the way google is your best friend if you're like wait i know that scripture but i there's so many options i, I don't remember so google google the scriptures <laughs> give me one moment all right so here's an example um luke 5 we're gonna start at verse 12 and then we're gonna read through um 16 and it says this is new king james by the way and it says and it happened when he was in a certain city that behold a man who was full of leprosy saw Shai, and he fell on his face and implored him saying lord if you are willing you can you can make me clean then he put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleansed. Immediately the leprosy left him, and he charged him to tell no one. But go and show yourself to the priest, and make an offering for your cleansing, as a testimony to them, just as Moses commanded. 
However, the report went around concerning him all the more, and great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. So he himself often withdrew into the wilderness and prayed, because with that scripture he did all of that those things but he had to withdraw like he had to go away to pray and rejuvenate himself because you can be exhausted you know healing people seeing all the people sad and broken and and not that you know that's terrible or anything but it's just like it's terrible that that situation but what i'm saying is that like it's so unfortunate that you know you can be overwhelmed with a lot of people's problems and situations that you need to go feed your spirit you need to go and get replenished and be strengthened with persecution with um with um more people coming to you saying oh i'm dealing with this and that it's like if you're spiritually weak then you can't help them so um and so Christ going away was so important and the Father wants to encourage you all to, you know, go to that secret place. Just like that woman with the costly oil. She just came out of nowhere and just poured that oil on that on Yahweh Shai, on Jesus, and said, Listen, he, she didn't say this, but in, in in the thought process of this is that this is all I have left to give. This is all I have. You know, this is this is the Christ. This is the one and only that I've been looking for all my life and I have to give um, everything I have left and there the disciples don't understand that they're just like oh you know um, you could have given that to the poor like come on now like you know and so um, and but but they don't understand the depth of what who Christ really was the king of glory they don't really understand that you know bless is he who comes in the name of the Lord like who comes in the name of Yah like they don't understand who he really is like if they would have understood they wouldn't have been like oh you should have been about the poor what about the poor you know we we sometimes can be so blinded that we can't see really you know some of these juicy stories that like the deepness of like what really happened why would she just pour all that oil like come on now like come on girl you know you could have used that to wear and be all cute and stuff you know like for the female perspective you know I'm saying like for me but um and then the disciples thinking about the poor but she's thinking christ the savior the one who's going to die for me and so he wants us to get into that mindset he wants us to realize you know um sorry um he wants us to understand that we have to get into that place a posture of man father i I need you too. You know, I, I want to be a blessing to others. I want to help people, but I need help too. You know, we have to get to that point. You know, she's not thinking about the poor. The woman with the alabaster flask, she's like not thinking about the poor. She's thinking, Christ, I need him too. So we need to get into that mindset as well. We can serve people. We can do feeding the homeless and all this stuff. But if we're not feeding ourselves, it's all like it's going to outweigh like our, our flesh is going to outweigh the f voice of the father and we're going to think oh woe is me oh but nothing is is nothing wrong is going on it's just that if something wrong could be going on but what i'm saying is that you know you could be overwhelmed with people's situations and emotions that you don't have the spiritual capacity to handle it every day or every week or whatever you know you're doing and so yeah, he really wants me to come on here to encourage you guys with that. And also the words that he gives to me is also for me too. He reminds me of these things too. When I give out words, it's also for me too. It's not just for 
you all you know it's for me too you know and so just to remind me to feed my spirit remind me like hey you're doing these episodes but don't forget about me don't forget about feeding your spirit don't forget about eating my word you know don't forget you know and that's very important um for us believers and then um and then i um and then he gave me this um, it says, um, I, I pretty much said it, but let me just, uh, many don't realize the privilege they have in following Christ. The disciples didn't even fully grasp why she randomly poured oil on him. They don't truly know who is really in front of them. And that, that happens to a lot of us. We don't know why people worship hard when they are jumping or loud or whatever else they do because we haven't fully grasped who we have a relationship with. And no, I'm not saying you have to dance or be the loudest, but since I fully grasped the Lord's anointing over me, I cried more in his presence more than I used to. It's like nothing else matters but you and God. So that woman didn't care. She was hungry for the Lord and she gave what she had left. I personally am not a crier, but I've been for the last couple of months. Not every day, lol. Not every day. <laughs> I don't cry every day, but those moments can be very sporadic. And like when I realize the goodness of the Father, when He gives me a revelation, when I ask Him a question about something, um, and He gives it to me all of a sudden in the Bible, I'm just like bawling because I've been waiting for the answer all these months and not realizing, you know, didn't expect the answer. And it's just He's so good, He's so amazing. And no matter what, you know how anyone interprets scripture just understanding that when the father gives you that under like not understanding but just the man father i know something's missing in this passage like something's missing i know people are saying this but what else is there he will reveal that to you he will feed you with it if you keep seeking and all of a sudden it will just happen and he just like it just made, overwhelmed me and it was like the other day or something and he just overwhelmed me and i just started crying and i was just like you know overwhelmed and sometimes that happens a lot you know to people and once again you don't have to dance or be super loud or even cry like me you know but know the moral of the message is to give your all to god no matter what the naysayers are saying to you and so and before this i was also listening to worship music and i know it's very controversial as well but um i was listening to the song reckless reckless love um, by Corey Asbury and let me pull up the lyrics real quick Oops. so um, I'm not gonna sing I cannot sing so I'm just a speaker I cannot sing <laughs> so if y'all like oh she about to throw some um, vocals like oh no oh no <laughs> I cannot sing okay I sound horrible but um, excuse me, I just burped. I don't know if you heard that, but I cannot sing. Sorry if I sound so serious. I don't know why I sound so serious. But anyway, I cannot sing. So <laughs> I'm going to read the lyrics to you all. And I hope that you guys enjoy the lyrics. But also, before I get into the lyrics, once again, you know, you don't have to dance. You don't have to jump around, you know, like other people do. You know, I've seen many people do that or be the loudest. But if you feel that in your spirit, be loud. If you feel like the Lord is calling you to, you know, lift up your hands, lift up your hands. If you feel like, you know, like just give whatever the Father is wanting you to give. And, you know, don't worry about what people are looking at you for, what people are saying, or like, oh, she looked crazy, or oh, whatever. No, because you're feeling the presence of the Most High. Just like in the Bible, how, um, 
when Israel, when they were free from the land of Egypt, um, they, um, after, you know, all the, you know, the sea split and all the juice happened, you know, we, we've seen the movie, I'm just joking, but, like, you know, when you read the story, you see, like, how, I'm making jokes, because, like, you know how people, like, read, watch the movies more than they read the Bible, but, just making jokes, just making jokes, but, you know, when you see the movie, it's so juicy, it co makes the Bible come to life, and, um, just know, I hope you guys didn't take offense to that, I was just making jokes, but it's just true, sometimes, um, but anyway, um, <clears throat> but anyway, you know, when he split the sea and <laughs> when he split the sea and all that stuff, that was the finale, you know, as you can say. And then, um, you know, Moses had to hold out his rod, the rod, which is representing Christ, LOL, another deep study. But anyway, <laughs> I said LOL. But anyway, <laughs> that's my that's literally what I do to my sisters. I, I'm, I'm literally like this all the time. I say LOL. Anyway, I'm sorry. I keep doing that, interrupting the story. I know, I know, I know. You guys, like, get to the story. But anyway, he held out his rod. Bam! The sea split. The sea split. And then, um, you know, they walked through, and then the Egyptians were destroyed and all that jazz. And so then, um, all these stories you can find in Exodus. Um, I believe it's in either 11... 12 around that story around that time but starting from the beginning is the best part of that if you would like to start from the beginning of exodus so juicy um but anyway um so yeah and then after that they split the sea not they but yahweh god split the sea and um Whenever he split the sea, it was such a celebration. You know, they got so overwhelmed by the goodness of the Father that they celebrated, you know. I'm going to read that. Actually, juiciness. <laughs> All right, so it's in Exodus. Okay, so first we're going to start um, at the end of Exodus 14, verses 30 through 31. And then we're going to go into uh, chapter 15 in verses 1 through... Um, oh... <laughs> I didn't realize it was that long. Okay. Um, verse <laughs> You know how it is though. Like you'll read like, whoa, I didn't realize that was that long. But anyway, verses one through eighteen. One through eighteen. So that's what we're gonna do. And so then let's start at verse okay, now let's go to Exodus fourteen, verse thirty. Alright, so so Yahweh saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians. And Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore. Thus Israel saw the great work which the Lord had done in Egypt. So the people feared the Lord and believed Yah and his servant Moses. Juicy, which Moses representing Christ, but that's another juicy topic. But anyway, um, Exodus 15, verse 1, it says, Sorry, y'all, I need a little drink of water. Give me a second. All right, so now I'm feeling refreshed. All right, Exodus 15, verse 1, it says, Then Moses and the children of Israel sang this song to Yah and spoke, saying, I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and its rider he has thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will praise him. My father's El, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name, Yahweh. Pharaoh's, Pharaoh's chariots and his army he has cast into the sea. His chosen captains also are drowned in the Red Sea. 
The depths have covered them. They sank to the bottom like a stone. Your right hand, O Yah, has become glorious in, the, in power. Your right hand, O Lord, has dashed the enemy in pieces. And in the greatness of your excellence, you have overthrown those who rose against you. You sent forth your wrath. It consumed them like stubble. And, the and with the blast of your nostrils, the waters were gathered together. The floods stood upright like a heap. The depths congealed in the heart of the sea. The enemy said, I will pursue, I will overtake, I will divide the spoil. My desire shall be satisfied on them. I will draw my sword, my hand shall destroy them. You blew with your wind, the sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, glorious in holiness? Fearful in praises, doing wonders. You stretched out your right hand, the earth swallowed them. You and your mercy have led forth the people whom you have redeemed. You have guided them in your strength to your holy habitation. The people will hear and be afraid. Sorrow will take hold of the inhabitants of Philistia. Then the chiefs of Edom will be dismayed. The mighty men of Moab trembling will take hold of them. All the inhabitants of the Can of Canaan will melt away. Fear and dread will fall on them by the greatness of your arm. They will be as still as a stone till your people pass over the over, O Lord, till the people pass over whom you have purchased. You will bring them in and plant them in the mountain of your inheritance, in the place, O Yah, which you have made for your own dwelling, the sanctuary, O Yah, which your hands have established. Yah shall reign forever and ever, which reminds me of the scripture in, um, this is juicy. So, whenever, you know, you get so excited, just like the woman with the alabaster flask, she you know pour all what you know the oil or the perfume that she had and poured it on him anointing him you know obviously symbolizing the burial as christ said but um but uh understanding that she poured all that she had she gave whatever left because she knew who he was she knew the anointing of the most high she knew who this was the king of glory and she was so excited you know when you're so excited to finally inherit the kingdom finally someone saved your life you begin to sing songs you begin to do stuff that you didn't even know you could do um obviously i can't sing i'm not gonna bust out a note now but i'm just saying that this was an actual song um that i was reading exodus 15 this is a song so imagine somebody singing this like imagine them singing israel singing this in that time and it was just such a glorious song everybody singing dancing shouting for joy <clears throat> excuse me shouting for joy because it is such a glorious moment of the most high and so sorry y'all um but um but yeah and then it reminds me of when um the story of christ when he said blessed is he who comes in the name of yah who comes in the name of the lord and how it was so exciting um sorry y'all i'm trying not to cry anyway okay so Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And so, okay, so, um, and so how, let's just read it because it's just such a beautiful, just how it says here in Exodus 15 verse, um, I'm so sorry, lost it. <laughs> I lost it. Um, it says, 
In verse 13, you and, you and your mercy have led forth the people whom you have redeemed. You have guided them in your strength to your holy habitation. The people he will hear and be afraid. Sorrow will take hold of the inhabitants of Philistia and all the nations that is named. And I just love this because it's like, wow, Father, you are with us. And then in verse 18, it says, the Lord shall reign forever and ever. That is so amazing. And then it relates to... Um, all right, so Mark 11, verse, um, let's start at verse 6 through, 6 through, um, 10. And so, before this, they're trying to figure out where they're going to have Passover. And so, um, yeah, and where they're going to have Passover and things like that. And then, um, hold on. They were, like, doing all that. But then, um, um. He wanted the disciples to find a donkey on a colt to fulfill prophecy. Um, so yeah, but um, and this is what is going on here and how, um, yeah, he's gonna. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm like summarizing terribly. Um, I'm just gonna read it because it's, it may sound so much better. You probably like what? Mark 11 verse 1. It says, Now when they drew near Jerusalem to Bethphage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples. And he said to them, Go into the village opposite you, and as soon as you have entered it, you will find a colt tied on which no one has sat. Loose it and bring it. And if anyone says to you, Why are you doing this? Say, The Lord has need of it. And immediately he will send it here. That is so juicy. And so they went their way and found the colt tied by the door outside on the street, and they loosed it. But some of those who stood there said to them, What are you doing loosing the colt? And they spoke to them, just as Yahweh had commanded, so they let them go. Then they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their clothes on it, and he sat on it. And many spread their clothes on the road, and others cut down leafy branches from the trees and spread them on the road. Then those who went before and those who followed cried out, saying, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the kingdom of our father David that comes in the name of Yah. Hosanna in the highest. That is so beautiful. And so, um, and just how they just were so excited that this was the Savior. Like he finally came. And that's what it felt like with Egypt. And that's what that woman with the alabaster, well, the Israelites that came out of the out of Egypt. It's the same thing that's what felt with um, um, that woman with the alabaster flask. How she was just so excited. She just, all she had was that oil. And she's, I'm going to anoint you. I'm going to put this oil on you. You know how they do. But, um, <laughs> you know how they do. Put the oil on you. And that's what the Father wants from us, you know. And, I'm not, of course, once again, you don't have to be the loudest. But if the Father calls you to be loud, be loud. If he calls you to dance, dance. Even if it's terrible, just dance. If he calls you to jump, jump. Um, because, you know, his spirit may just lead you to do something that you never thought you would do. Which is singing a song, you know, because you're free from your enemies. Or free from your sin in this analogy and just how Christ you know um, and coming coming for Israel and the world and just how he is just so beautiful how you know we need to do that with him like we need to um, coming for us in the world and just how you know we need to get so excited and on fire for him and like we giving all our you know things to other people we need to feed ourselves too and not forget that and remember that you know it was so exciting how they celebrated you know um and so 
that's how the woman with the alabaster flask is i hope you guys understand this word i hope that you guys understand what um um what was said here and if you have any questions um you can email me um or you can actually ask the father you know ask him you know he should be your first priority he should be the one you go to don't you don't have to email me all the time like if you have a question go to him you know don't always rely on people yes we are meant to build each other up meant to do that in community but let's not rely too much on each other that we forget that the father has the final say of in his word and if this word speak, spoke to you um I pray that, you know, he'll lead you to even more scriptures that you need that re relates to everything that was said here. And, um, and so, yes. So, yeah. And then, um, I'm so sorry. I forgot. I need to read this, uh, not the scripture. <laughs> I need to read the lyrics of Reckless Love. And so, this, uh, the, the song Reckless, Reckless Love by Corey Asbury. It, it's, it's such a beautiful song. I love this song. And it says... Um, before I spoke a word, you were singing over me. You have been so, so good to me. Before I took a breath, you breathed your life in me. You have been so, so kind to me. Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Oh, it chases me down, fights till I'm found, leaves the 99. And I couldn't earn it. I don't deserve it. Still, you give yourself away. Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. That is so beautiful. And then... When I was your foe, still your love fought for me. You have been so, so good to me. When I felt no worth, you paid it all for me. You have been so, so kind to me. Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Oh, it chases me down, fights till I'm found, leaves the 99, and I couldn't earn it, and I don't deserve it. Still you give yourself away. Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. And then it goes to this bridge and it says, There's no shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. There's no wall you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down, coming after me. And then he says it over and over again. And then in the end it says, Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Oh, it chases me down, fights till I'm found, leaves the 99. I couldn't earn it, and I don't deserve it. Still you give yourself away. Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Now that is such beautiful lyrics that the Father really wants that to be known. And just know that the Father loves you, and He cares for you. And He is so amazing. And he He's with you. Um... And if you feel overwhelmed by the weight of like the world and your issues or people's, you know, not people's, necessarily people's problems in a sense is a burden, but people's problems in a sense, it could be overwhelming for you. Go to the Father, spend time with Him and be with Him in that secret place and know that His love is still rich within you and, and still wants to be with you. And just know that the sacrifice was not in vain, that blesses He who comes in the name of the Lord. Like that's just such a beautiful expression because it is beautiful. It is exciting. It's like wow god you saved us from our enemies you know just like you saved us for our, from our sins like it's just so good like it's so juicy and of course like um um of course let the father lead you in whatever um other scriptures he has for you um and i just love i love that exodus song i wish i can really sing sometimes i'm like oh i can crack that note real quick but you know i can't sing so i ain't about to sing but anyway i really hope you guys enjoy this word um 
Um, I just pray that the Father is guiding and leading you in your life. And just know that, you know, these words, you, you go to him and say, hey, you're, this person, her name Omega, she said this. And, you know, blah, 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 you know, all this stuff. And, like, is there anything, was it for me? Was it for a friend? Or, you know, was there anything else in Scripture you wanted to reveal to me about it? And so, um, yeah, I want you to know that, you know, he is with us. He is with us. And if you just open up your Bibles and begin to pray or begin to, you know, uh, whatever scripture you want to open up to, just open it up and just be like, wow, this is juicy. Like you'll begin to be like, this is juicy. Oh my goodness. This is bomb. Oh my goodness. Like you begin to be all up in there. You know, you won't stop. But then you know you got to go and go to work and go to class or something like that. But just know that the Father is with you. And I hope that these words and in these lyrics and this song will encourage you. It's by, once again, it's called Reckless Love by Corey Asbury. And I will put that in the description as well. And then um, I will also put the scriptures in there as well. Because I understand, like, you don't want to always go back to, you know, listen to the whole thing. If you don't need to, you just really want to find the scriptures. Because I, I know what that's like. And so yeah but anyway i hope you guys enjoyed this word and i'm gonna pray us out so father i thank you so much for this word that you've given me um and also um the father wanted me to say that those of you who feel unworthy listen to that song those of you who feel ashamed listen to that song take in his love take in what he has for you because he didn't die for you because you were all that in a bag of chips he didn't die for any of us because we're all that in a bag of chips but he wants you to know that he loves you and he wants you to come near to him he through all the corrections and the scrapings he wants you to know that he loves you he wants you to know that that is love but also he gives you encouragement to know that you can do this that you can you you will be able to not act out of wrath or out of malice or out of jealousies he'll help you to not act out of the character that is not of the father he'll help you guide you and lead you don't feel discouraged don't feel overwhelmed by what you're doing but just feel encouraged that you will be able to triumph over those things and just keep studying the word keep seeking him and keep praising him keep worshiping keep doing your daily tasks that you do and think and do it for his glory and you'll begin to see what he is going to do in your life and you'll begin to have a testimony for those who need to hear it and just like you know he always relates to my personal testimony how you know I overcame so many things and I'm still overcoming so many things like you know for, for instance masturbation sexual immoral immorality and all those things in the mental state you know he's helped me overcome it's a process it's a process of elimination but here I am today telling you my stories telling you these stories and that will be your story that would be your testimony and just know that the father is with you know that he loves you and he wants to correct you but he also wants to give you some comfort and encouragement knowing that you're doing well you right where you are just keep on seeking and you will be completely clean away from whatever sin you're struggling with whatever you're going through and so the father really wanted me to share that that came out of nowhere but all praises the father is good and his mercy endures forever and i love that um read that scripture it's psalm 136 so juicy um it just consistently says his mercy endures forever you split the sea for us your mercy endures forever you allowed um uh, the moabites to be trampled your mercy endures forever like all these things like it just continues to say that and it's such a beautiful psalm so 
um, if you feel discouraged, know that his mercy endures forever. His kindness endures forever. Um, I would love to do a study on the fruits of the Spirit relating it to the Old Testament because there's nothing new in the New Testament. It's renewed covenant. But anyway, um, that's another topic. But, you know, his kindness endures forever. His mercy endures forever. You know, and so just know that the Father is so good and that he loves you. And just know that he'll take care of you. So that's what he wanted me to share. That was so random. But I'm glad that I was able to share it to you. And I hope that you're encouraged. And also those of you who feel like you have to impress others. Who feel like you have to, you know wear this to impress people or wear that to feel like you're worth something you don't have to do that you don't have to feel like you're worth that because what you wear and what others are wearing and that oh that gets attention or this and that like don't feel that way you know the father loves you and he wants you and know your worth comes in christ not in um anything else or anyone else but in him and so just know that you are loved and just know that he loves you and he wants you to come to him. And so don't feel discouraged. Don't feel overwhelmed by what people say about you and things like that. Because I understand like, you know, Christ was getting talked about all the time. He was, uh, you know, obviously persecuted and, and brutally killed. But he was also mocked, you know, for saying the truth, you know, and things like that. But you know, don't feel discouraged and knowing that, you know, the weight of the world is very heavy, but know that stay encouraged, stay rooted in the Bible and he will strengthen your heart. And I pray that you all will um, have such a great day, a great week, whenever you listen to this great month, whatever, whenever you listen to it. I hope that you all are well and um, whoever listens to this, I pray that the Father will bless you and keep you, make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you and you know um, that he's continuously um, um, helping you and guiding you in your life and I thank you and and, lo and love you guys so much and I, and, and I really hope that you know that um, you are loved by the Father and there's and in that stay encouraged it's hard you know but stay encouraged because he's with us he is guiding us and leading us and um yeah and i thank you father so much for this opportunity to be able to give this word to the people i thank you so much that you know you encourage me with this word as well it's so encouraging to hear and i thank you father that your spirit is moving that your spirit and your presence is moving upon um others lives and i thank you that your spirit will give them encouragement not feel so overwhelmed by the world but understand that you know you have overcome the world it's a your word says that be of good cheer for i have overcome the world in, in john 16 and how you know christ knows that the world is crazy and 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 tough but he also understands that he is our peace he says peace i leave with you my peace i give to you not as the world gives as i give to you don't let your hearts be troubled not to let it be afraid for he is with us for you are with us father and I thank you so much, Father, and praise you and magnify your name. And I uplift you, Father. I thank you so much for um, anyone um, who is searching that this could have been their answer. And I thank you, Father, for you always give an answer. Somehow there's a way that you give an answer. And I pray that if this blesses them, I, I thank you that, you know, allow your, let your will be done. If they know someone who needs it, I pray that your spirit will urge them to send it to somebody. Allow your spirit to nudge them to, hey, send it to your cousin, send it to your aunt, send it to this person. Allow your spirit to move upon them and whoever it could be or send it to your mom send it to your dad whoever it could be for and i thank you that your spirit will guide and lead their lives and i thank you and love you that you'll bless their day their month their year whenever whoever listens listens to it in their life and i thank you father in the name of yahweh jesus i pray con thank you guys bye